Hello, welcome to the Minivan Podcast. Today we're talking about soccer. <laughs> boom, ba-doom, boom, ba-doom, boom. Welcome back to the Minivan Podcast. Today I am joined by Kevin Chikaski, if you want to say hi. Hi. And Ivan Chingano. Hi. I'm a city fan. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Didn't ask. All right. Um, today's episode, we'll be talking about uh, the Premier League table, the fixtures this week, the upcoming fixtures. Uh, kind of just that, I guess. So, want to get this kicked off. Uh, where do we want to start with today's fixture? What's Let's start with the best team in Manchester, uh, the Red Devils. No, no, a, no, 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 no. A nice 2-1 victory over Fulham. Fulham. Hey. Fighting for relegation. Hey, beating, Fulham isn't for, beating Fulham isn't for everybody. There's a certain somebody in this uh, in this podcast whose team only managed a point against, against mighty Fulham. So, um, yeah. There's a certain team of uh, a fan. Of, uh, never mind. Go ahead. All right, continue. <laughs> I was I wasn't really going anywhere oh, with that. Okay. I was just uh, yeah, United the slander beat Fulham two one at Fulham. Um, I consider Fulham a top tier team. How <laughs> <laughs> is that top tier championship? Um, team. you know what? I who won Fulham? They, uh, they glory. ended up getting a point. I think it was last week or two weeks ago against Liverpool, which is a top European side. Um, mm. but yeah, I. If you watch the game, United had a line share of possession, but Fulham did count have a couple of counterattacks. Uh, going through Ruben Loftus Cheek, who I really didn't think was that good, but he had an all right game. You know, burned Fred a couple times, got a couple shots on target, but was not enough in the end. Yeah, no, I can I can be bothered to watch that game. But all I know is no Mitrovic, no party. So yeah, no Mitrovic, no party. I did once play a career mode with Fulham for two games, and Mitrovic was my top scorer. So, oh. but I mean, he's not on the team anymore, and uh, that's why they didn't manage a. Well, is he? I don't know. No, he came on. He came on in the eighty wow. something minute, eighty six maybe. I can't believe. Yeah, still, yeah uh, came on day. late, but uh, Pogba ended up stealing the show in the seventieth minute. I believe with a nice left-footed shot out there on the outside of the box very lucky shot yeah from what i seen i'm not sure if it was lucky um did well to evade a defender and then just curled it took a very nice touch as well yeah i did take a very nice touch so uh i guess that leads into one talking point and that's just paul pogba in general um thoughts on his performances this season I mean, well, we you know we all know how he started out. Well, he was injured at the beginning of the season, right? Yeah, yeah. He came back. I remember when he came back. Oh, I don't remember who was it against. It might have been. I think it was Tottenham. He came back, subbed on in like the fifty-fifth minute. And one of his first actions with the ball, he drew a penalty. Um, I could be talking out of my ass completely, but I think that's what happened. Um, he's a boomer bust player, really. Like he can do so many good things, but he can also just make some bonehead plays. But I think as of late, at the very least, he's raised his transfer value um, because he's been performing really well. So, Yeah, it's almost like, I don't know, every time I watch Pugba, it looks like he's trying to be like Kevin De Bruyne. But, um, <laughs> I mean, it's a good person to look up <laughs> It's a good person to, look up to, but I mean, I, I think he needs to adapt and play his own game a little bit. 
he'd be a little bit more consistent if he stopped trying to be like KDB every game. But yeah, he's doing well. For yeah, him, yeah, I good guess, job. Yeah. Good job saying bias on that one, Ivan. Um, yeah, I, I agree with Camden. It really seems to be boomer bust with him. I have to say, I can say, as of lately, he has been in good form. Uh, he scored two in his last three, I think. Uh, been putting together some good performances. And uh, I really think he's been the, the engine in the United attack, if I'm being completely honest. He's starting the attacks. He's the way he switches the field. I mean, I think uh, I think on his day, he rivals De Bruyne. Honestly, I'm like his absolute best. He's like on like KDB's average. We kick this man, bro. Why are we, why are we get this <laughs> okay. guy? So, bro, I'm being honest. Man. KDB's the best player in the world. But I, I'll stop the bias, you know. Let's talk about Pugwood. Pogba, I mean, he's probably been over the past three games. Like, he may have been their best player. So, Oh, definitely. Um, he's come a long way from him wanting – I don't know if he still wants out, um, but I know a lot of United fans probably wanted to see him gone. Um, and now at this point, you know, they're begging he stays. So, yeah, I don't know. So – Yeah, but it's almost like only one can have a big game at a time, either him or Bruno. Or, yeah. Him or Bruno. And I feel like they – you know, they uh, – Overlap each other. Kind of. Overlap each other. Yeah, I think a uh, good time to transition into then uh, Bruno Bruno Fernandes, as uh, the commentators yeah. on FIFA would say. Um, is is he the real deal? I mean, what four four Premier League Player of the Months or Players of the Month over what the last like eleven or eleven months or something like that? Uh, and voted. He's been put in – I mean, what? He's got 11 goals this year, I think. He's got – actually, that. he's got 11 goals and – what is it? Seven he's assists. A fair amount of assists. 11 goals and seven assists. Yeah, so, I mean, look, overhyped, I don't know. It depends on who you're asking. If you're asking United Football Twitter, then absolutely, because according to them, he's the greatest player of all time. But um, he's – Obviously, an incredible player. So, I don't think, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think he's overhyped. But I, I definitely think he's the real deal. Um, I, you know, I think it's fair. I think he is the real deal. Maybe I phrased that question wrong. Um, do you think he's overrated? Mm-hmm. Depends. Like who I he's said, rated by. Yeah, because there's some outrageous comparisons. Oh, oh my I mean, goodness, there's some outrageous comparisons. But there's also some people who think he's trash and only scores pens and regardless a goal is a goal at the end of the day so even if he was only bagging pens then he's still putting in the back of the net so yeah like is i think he's overrated by some and underrated by others so i guess it might balance out it's fair it's fair yeah you know if you want to you know real and united fans you call him a pen merchant but i've seen some class finishes from this from him this year so uh, i think he's the real deal He, he makes a lot of mistakes so i don't think he works in a lot of systems especially peps and that's no that's no bias like a pep system like yeah, you, don't, no. you don't want somebody giving the ball away as much as Bruno does it's costly but I think in the right system which I think he's in right now he he can be really good yeah because he has that creative freedom like he he's the guy for that team so Oli definitely gives him like that freedom to you know take those risks he kind of in a way not in their play styles but in taking chances reminds me of Hakeem Ziyech because like. Ziyech can whip in some wicked crosses, but he can also, like, oh, my God. Like, he can just put in awful balls or he can just take risks that are completely unnecessary. So I think both of those players, in a way, are kind of like – they can do some really, really good things, and other times they're like, 
attempting passes that have no business being attempted. So I think that's fair. Um, I'm in kind of in agreement with you guys are saying. I think a good analogy with it or with him is that he brings some things to the table, brings many things to the table, but I also think he takes some things off. And with the United system, I mean, it seems to be working. They're first place in the prem right now with uh, how many points? It's like 39. Yeah, I think. No, it's 40. 40 40 points in 19 games, which is not too bad. Um, So it's obviously working for United. Um, But in my opinion, uh, Bruno's the second best player on that United team behind Pogba. Yes, definitely at the moment. Right now, yeah, at the moment. I would would say throughout the whole season, I wouldn't say that. But right now, yeah. All right. Well, I think it's a good time to move over to the, the rival club, Manchester City. Ivan, I'll let you take the reins on this one. Best team in the Prem. Best there defense in the Prem. Game in hand. We're going to the top of the table soon. Gundogan, uh, you know, those who seen the finish, seen the fin- well, the, the pen, I should say. It's the finish against um, Crystal Palace, I think we played. Our, I think yeah, it's Crystal Palace. Uh, I don't know. He, sc- he scored a really good goal. I don't know. A lot of games been happening lately. Uh, John Stones, player of the month this year for sure. Scored a brace. Yeah, I mean, one of the best defenders I've ever watched with my eyes. Ruben Diaz came in, changed the culture of the back line. Uh, reminds me of, you know, a young Vincent company. Wow. And, and I mean, Bernardo Silva's getting in form. If, if Bernardo Silva's in form with all this, it's really over for the Prem. Scored an absolute worldly, worldly yesterday. Dude, you sound like Big Don at one of the professors. <laughs> uh, oh, my. I'm, I, I'm I'm taking cold the what have I lied about? It's just you're just over, as you know, like. Singing praises, just stretching the truth, like outlandish comments. Like, look, obviously, yeah, John Stones and Ruben Diaz, I got to give it to you. Like, they've over the past, you know, out of, in recent form, they've probably been the best uh, center back pairing in the league. Um, and yeah, I mean, they've been my pick since the beginning of the season to win the win the title. So obviously, they're good, and yeah, they've been in really good form lately. So I don't have much to say about them other than they've uh, they've achieved you know what i what i've kind of expected uh from them uh yeah unbeaten the last 10 games and it, they showed no sign of slowing down it's actually seems like they've gotten better each game they've played i mean i can't name a team in the prem that uh that could beat this city team right now it, it looks almost as complete of a pep team as i've seen however i mean you never know with these teams um <laughs> there's there's room to change always so uh Definitely keep an eye on them, but they're probably my pick to win the Prem this year. Uh, yeah, definitely mine as well. Yeah, I can't lie. And they don't have Aguero. That's kind of embarrassing for the rest of the <laughs> Prem. You know, one of the best goal scorers of all time, not playing right at the top of the table. I mean, uh, you're not, mate. You're not. Well, not what? Thirty-eight. You're not top of the table right now. We're gonna be top of the table. Yeah, but you said you are right now. So yeah, that's that, yes, I, I, I was, you know, getting a little excited. Fact checker. Uh, your guys' next name Foster is West Brom, so I mean that could be yeah, a tough game. That could be an iffy one. Yeah, they got Bronislav Ivanovic. You know, probably probably gonna pull a master class out of him. <laughs> um, Sam Johnstone, I think that's his name. Uh, yeah, he's been carrying West Bromwich. That's that's all I know pretty much about West Brom and that Chelsea won and let in three goals against him, but we don't need to talk about that. You know, West Brom. Better side than they're given uh, credit is, for, as uh, yeah, is, as seen when they conceded three and then what well, they tied Liverpool right. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, who, who are you a fan of, Matt? Uh, move. I'm. I'm a fan. Who'd you guys I'm a fan. Of, I'm a fan. Of, move it. We're not. Uh, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. But uh, West Brown with a staggering 11 points in 19 games, sitting at 19th in the Premier League. I think that could be a trap game for City. You never know. Uh, There's no game like the next game's shit team as well. There's we can't wait till West Brown wins, dude. I can't. Uh, if they win, they, they win. We didn't try it. It's like, but can, can we just move on from City before this kid? Yeah, honestly, talk? yeah I'm, I'm, sick this, I'm sick of the City talk. I'm sick of the City talk. Um, moving on, Leicester City, interesting team under Brendan Rodgers. Vardy at the helm. They're coming off a 2-0 win against Chelsea FC. We will get on to them later because there's a lot to talk about there. Uh, and Didi and Matt scored in that game. Um, do they have Do they have what it takes to challenge for the title? Do they have enough depth to make it through the 38-game season? Uh, probably. Like, they definitely have the back line. I mean, Siansu's out. Ricardo Pereira's recovering. Like and they're still doing this well, you know, embarrassing yeah. Chelsea, making them look like a League Two team, two zero. I mean, it was it, it looked it was beautiful. Yeah, I don't I don't I have no bias. Too much to say about Leicester. I mean, I think that's just a team that knows knows how they want to play. Uh, they go out, they play that way, and they get results. So, uh, yeah, not too much to say about Leicester. Uh, fourth place though, Liverpool FC. Uh, my team. Yeah, shocking today. Shocking, shocking, shocking performance. Uh, one zero loss to Burnley. I mean, it was a penalty. It was a clear penalty. Don't have anything to argue about. Can't say that we really should have won because we didn't. I mean, didn't take our chances. Origi missed a wide open one on one with the keeper, hit it off the crossbar. I mean, not much to say other than we've been in shocking form as of recently. Uh, what failed to score in the last four Premier League games. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. Well, I think that speaks. So, to be fair, to be to be fair, Nick Pope masterclass today. Yeah, Nick Pope should be should be England number one in my for opinion. sure. I was about, I was about to say that. Yeah, um, yeah. I think there were like four saves he made that are just like not much Liverpool can do about that. Like there were decent finishes, but I mean, he's just he's just really really good. And then there was the one where uh, Firmino flicked it on in like the eighty somethings minute. And I think it was Ben Mee who, um, that kind of that kind of just summed up Liverpool's day. Like, I don't think it was a matter of not creating good chances. I just think Burnley did, yeah, not finishing. Uh, a combination of not finishing, but also obviously Nick Pope playing really well. And Burnley, you got to give Burnley credit. To be fair, like Burnley, Burnley create made that game into what they wanted. Like they wanted to turn it into a scrappy, you know, bloodbath, I guess. And then, I mean, once Burnley went ahead, I thought there was no way in hell. Liverpool is going to score because I, I, I counted when Liverpool was trying to attack, they had a six man back line and like the 80 something finish. So, yeah, I think that's that's a huge three points for Burnley, though. I think that puts them in a 17th. I think if I saw, if I remember correctly, I don't know, but uh, uh, yeah, into 16. 16, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really have obviously it's a disappointing result. Uh, we've not been in good form as of recently. Um, I, you know, it's hard to blame it on anything but ourselves because it's really ourselves. But I can give some blame out to just our injury luck this season. Um, just as Jota was just lighting up every team he was playing, he gets a injury against 
uh, what, Michelin in the Champions League group stage in a game that didn't matter. I mean, obviously that hurts. Uh, the best from center back in the world right now out to an injury. And probably the most promising center back in the world out to an Third injury best. with uh, Joe Gomez. So, I mean, not promising. Peak. I mean, I think the, the squad's tired. I think they're exhausted. I, Mane, Salah, and Firmino were just – like they'd been playing – I don't know. They played every game for us without much rotation. It's easy to see how they could get tired, how uh, – they can just be out of energy. So hopefully we can figure out something soon. Um, Salah and Firmino got some rest today. They came on, didn't really make much of a difference other than that Firmino chance. But, yeah, uh, it's something that needs to be figured out. Uh, I'm not sure if it's – I don't think it's a mentality thing. I just think it's uh, – I just think it's like an energy thing. I just don't think they have uh, the, the legs right now. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of every team right now, though, to be fair. Like – there's the games are super compact, especially for any team that's playing in European football, like you know, obviously Chelsea City and uh Liverpool especially. Um and then Leicester I think is still in Europa League. So um yeah, I don't know. When you're bringing on Minamino to try and get you an equal equalizer, uh that's like bringing on Timo yeah. at this point, bro. Like uh don't disrespect Minamino like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, there's uh, there's not much more I'd like to say about Liverpool other than they. Just... I would like to say like I just want to know like as, like you're a fan of Liverpool, right? Uh yes, I am a fan of Liverpool. It's, how many minutes has it been? Like five hundred? Like do you even enjoy watching soccer anymore or football? It's been it's been uh it's been four games Boy since they've, it's been four games four Premier League games since they've scored a goal. Um, it's been hard to watch. It has been hard to watch, but uh, I'm a Liverpool fan through thick and thin. So uh. You know. Yeah, you're down so bad. You're fourth in the prem, bro. Oh, like, well, yeah. Shut up, dude. Listen, get it. Uh, I I'm not a Chelsea fan. Like I, I think myself. Oh, we won. Um, moving on to Tottenham. Um, coming off a three-one win to Sheffield, I don't really know. This Tottenham team's pretty confusing because it looks like they were catching fire for a little bit and then they just cooled off, lost a couple games in a row. I mean, I don't really know with them, like. I have to I, I I predict they'll finish in the top four, but I'm really not sure. I don't dude, watching Tottenham makes me want to gouge my eyes out. Like I think I think hell is watching a Tottenham Burnley <laughs> game. Like I think that's what you're forced to do. Because oh my god, like watching them dude, I, I can't be bothered. And I feel like it's been forever since Tottenham's played. I don't know why I feel like that, but like I mean Harry Kane, you know, human son, uh, both things, you know, unreal this year. Probably like the best duo in uh in the world right now, in terms of production at least. Um, and I like Jose Mourinho, but his oh, it's just so dead. I hate watching it so much. So, but I'm actually really happy that uh, Ndombele has been doing well this year, um, because. I think he has a ton of potential, and so I'm I'm glad to see him kind of starting to realize his potential this year. Uh, Evan, um, Tottenham, you know they're you know, I I don't know where they'd be without you know Mourinho. Like, his, his, obviously it's boring to watch, but like, he, I mean he gets wins. I mean he doesn't always like win. I mean he, he loses a lot of iffy games that like are pretty questionable. But like, I don't think they are where they are with um without him. I mean they. They have, you know, good moments on the counter, you know, as Mourinho, you know, that's like his trademark, Kane and Sonny Boy. 
just combining and it, wor- it works out for them so i don't think i don't think that style is going to win the prem because i don't think it can be pep but you know it's just, it works i guess if he wants to play like that he can play like that yeah it's a it's a fucking bore to watch i i can't will myself to watch 90 minutes of a Tottenham game, especially when they go 1-0 up in the, like, 10th minute and then park the bus for the rest of the game. It turns into pro. Uh, yeah, it's really just, like, it's hard to watch, really. And, I mean, that's, honestly, I think that's a way. that That is how they've been struggling to get results is because they'll go up um, and then they'll park the bus and then in the 80-something minute, they'll get equalized on. I mean... Yeah, and that's how you lose all momentum of the game, honestly. If you park the bus that early, like, if you try to get one back yeah. after that, it's, it's exactly. difficult. Well, it's good. Dude, Tottenham, in terms of talent, they're, like, probably, what, top five, top six most talented squads in the, in the league. So, like, I don't know. It's just such a weird – such a – so, like, results-driven style of play. But at the same time, yeah, it's Mourinho ball. But, like – and obviously, he has that pedigree. You know, he's won so much. But – um. Like, it, it. I hate seeing them. You know, like you said, score early and then parking the bus, like not trying to take chances because they have so much talent, and so they should keep pushing on. Um, in my opinion, I feel like that might benefit. Obviously, I'm not the manager of Tottenham, so I can't really, uh, you know, help them in that regard. But that's how I feel. Yeah, I agree. All right, moving on to. I mean. Not really much, I have to say, about Everton. Uh, Allen and James have been injured for a number of games. I'm pretty sure – I mean, not James, Thomas. I'm pretty sure Thomas is back now. I'm not sure about Allen. Um, they're coming off a 2-1 win to Wolves, though. Um, Awobi and Keane scored. Don't really have much to say. Do you guys think uh, – where, where do you guys think they'll finish? Yeah. Europa League. Mm, yeah. I think just outside, like six or seven. Uh uh, I think they can. Well, top. Six, I'll give them top six. So I guess they could end up like in Europa League in six, depending on like who wins the, what happens with the European competitions and stuff like that. But I think they're a really good side. Like, um, I haven't watched them a ton. Obviously, I watched when they played Chelsea, and they created you know some decent opportunities. I think they're another talented team. Obviously, with you know a a well-respected, well-regarded manager. So, um, yeah, I think I think Everton's a team that's going to probably – I think they'll finish top six, and I think they'll um, challenge for Champions League spot next season. Uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I probably got them I – I don't know. I think once they get their full squad back, they're really a top-four contender. But I'm not sure when Allen's coming back, and I'm n- just not convinced of them full yet. So I'll probably have them around the five through seven spot too. Yeah, I'm. Not, I don't. I don't really know about their their like defense. I don't know how to feel about them. And Pickford, like Pickford, is such an inconsistent keeper. Like he can make some really good saves, oh. but he can also just make some of the dumbest errors ever. So yeah, he's kind of shaky. But I mean, Calvert Lewin, he's class. Like he's he's really like. He's unreal, honestly. Uh, I think in in the air, like he might be the best aerial uh, attacker, and and definitely I think in the prem. Um, so yeah, I'm not a big Pickford fan. That's for sure. Um, why why is that? I heard a lot. I heard I'm I might have heard. Oh Pickford oh yeah, you did. Me. Um, I I think he's just like like he 
he killed Van Dyke pretty much. I uh, made him unavailable for the rest of the season for us. And really just like, I don't know, like, I just don't like him. He's, he's kind of, nah, I can't say that. Um, <laughs> he's kind of I fat. mean, I, I don't know. I just don't like the guy. I don't get why he has the England job. Um, I, I take Joe Hart over him. I especially after watching. <laughs> no cap. Bro, especially after watching Nick Pope today, I'm like, dude, if I'm Garrett Southgate, how. <laughs> Bro, Nick Pope is shocking. Still starting over, just, he's just. Yeah. Like I said, he's, he, he has talent, though, and it's so weird. It's just like some of those guys with that talent, like, they're also just oh, yeah. dumb sometimes. Like, I swear he thinks he's a center back. Like, I swear he's, I think he thinks he's a center back, dude. He makes some of the most bold tackles I've ever seen, you know. So, got to give respect, I guess, for respect is due. Yeah. So. Um, so, West Ham is currently sitting seventh in the table. I don't really have much to say about them. I haven't watched them much. They're coming off a 2-1 win to West Brom uh, with Bowen and Antonio scored. Where Bowen and Antonio scored. I mean, again, I don't have much to say about them. I'm not sure they'll stay top seven. Uh, again, I'm not super convinced. I haven't watched them all that much. But uh, what do you guys think? Best team in London. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know... I can't find my. I don't find myself watching a lot of West Ham games unless it's City beating them like five zero <laughs> or something like that. Mm, but God. you know, you know, they, I mean, they're performing. I guess I, you know, I should probably tune in some more. But they're like, I mean, they're not even on NBC, NBC FM. Nobody gives a shit about West Ham. They got rid of Seabass. After he's got a bike, he's Bruh. out there playing fucking the Dutch league now. It's so dead. His career's shot. <laughs> but yeah, congratulations. He's like twenty. He's it's just so nah. shot. I've watched I've watched a fair amount of West Ham games. Like, dude, Antonio, I don't even know. I feel like he's like he's like an English Josie Altador, but <laughs> he puts the ball in the net. Like, I, I it's so weird. he's such a weird player, um, and he scores goals. So I guess that's what you need a striker to do. And Bowen, he's, it's kind of the same thing. Like, he just is like I don't know. He's so unconventional. I didn't. You don't think he he, like he doesn't look like a player who would you know, be performing well, but he's anytime, every time I've watched him, he's been pretty dangerous. Like, um, and I think Declan Rice also, he's been, he's been really, really good this year. Um, hopefully I really want Chelsea to sign him this summer. Um, I think it speaks levels that he's a captain. Um, he's like 21 or 22 or something like that. Um, so yeah, I, I think West Ham, I think they, I think they can say top seven. I don't know if they will, but they'll definitely finish in the top half of the prem. Um, I think they're playing some, you know, decent stuff right now. So, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I mean, I don't again don't know much about West Ham. I know you do as an ex West Ham fan, Hammer. Not even ex, bro. But now we Still move on to Camden's current team. Cam, I'll let you take the reins on this. I'll let you uh, express some of your frustration with uh, Chelsea. Yeah, well, I'm looking at this list right here. There's seven teams ahead of Chelsea. Only one of those teams uh, Chelsea's managed to beat this year. West Ham is the only team in front of Chelsea that um, we managed to to beat. So, yeah, coming off, uh, really, it was just embarrassing. Like, watching that game, like I was telling you guys, obviously, I've never felt like – it's been a long time since I felt, like, that much despair, honestly, because it just felt like there's no hope. <clears throat> um, and I think that thing I sent you guys earlier 
I remember watching it during the game when Tammy and Hudson Odoi made those runs, and I saw Reese James, and I'm like, oh, surely he's going to play this. And I think, I think Chelsea have a decent chance of scoring there, honestly, because the center backs didn't really read that run; they didn't really track that run. Um, and instead, James settled for you know a backwards pass to Thiago Silva, and it was just disappointing. And I think you could see it on Hudson Odoi and Tammy's face, and there were multiple other times where runs were made or chances to make runs uh, uh, occurred in the game, and there's just such a lack of creativity. Like I texted you guys during the game, it was that it was a period in the game in which Chelsea was possessing the ball around Leicester's uh, in Leicester's attacking half, and it was just backwards passes, square passes left and right, and finally Pulisic got the ball and he tried to take on four guys, um, and then he lost the ball and Leicester counterattacked and almost scored. And like Pulisic right now, and sometimes Hudson Odoi, sometimes Ziyech. Um, sometimes Kovacic like will try to take guys on, but it's so rare and it's it's really depressing to watch. Like, I, I, there's there's no sense of identity. Like one of these things you put Goose is what is this team's identity, and I can't I can't name it. Like, it's just rely on a moment of individual brilliance to see what happens and try it. like to beat a ten man Fulham one zero. So I don't know. And Timo. I, I'm, oh my God! Yeah, I'm so disappointed right now. Like, Timo, I have hope for Kai. I think he, you know, I think he had a really good second half. Well, he had a decent second half. Um, he grew into the game. I agree with what you said, Matt. Like, he looked like he didn't want the ball in the first half, but he got more into it. Um, yeah, I could go on, but I'll let you guys lay it on me. Um, Chelsea's, yeah, they've been shocking this year. So, uh, Ivan, I'll let you. I'll let you go next. You know, Chelsea has the talent. I think the two major things that are, you know, keeping Chelsea at eighth right now is not having an identity and no confidence. And, like, most, like Mason Mount's only play with confidence right now. And Thiago Silva, but he's a vet. He's supposed to have confidence. Uh, they're very young. Uh, like, I don't, I don't know Timo's shit right now. But, like, he, we've seen him be class, so... It's, it's definitely like within his game to you know perform, but this he just yeah. hasn't done it. Kai, Kai, I don't know. Part of me is more sold on Timo because of how good of a season he's had in the bonus league last year. Then Kai, I mean, I know Kai was good in the bonus league as well, obviously, but his game is like relies on his creativity. And if he's not creating with no confidence, then is he's like he's not gonna do shit. That is so, true. Nah, that's that's what um, I think. you said you thought there was two factors to like why Chelsea isn't doing well. And I think there's one factor and his name is Frank. Um, I don't think he's a good manager. I don't think he was ready for the Chelsea job. Um, I think he did well last season um, with that Chelsea squad. He overperformed. He uh, outdid everybody's expectations, but this season he's done a complete 360. Uh, he's spent 200 million on attacking players, and they rarely start for them. Uh, he doesn't know who to start up top between Tammy, Drew, and Timo. Um, I don't know. It's just the Chelsea team, like you guys said, lacking confidence, lacking an identity. They're just – they're the only way to describe it is they're just not good. Like, they're just not good right now. Yeah, they didn't look that – they didn't belong in the same No, and I mean, Lester, that's like – Like, at all. They were completely, That's Leicester completely City we're talking about. I mean, Leicester's good, but Leicester's not one of the best teams in Europe. Imagine when Chelsea and the Champions League, or if Chelsea and the Champions League got faced up against 
Bayern Munich or even Manchester City. I think they'd get completely played off the field. I think it could be a, another like eight to two uh, Bayern versus Barcelona game. I mean, I just, they need to change something and they need to do it quick. I, I believe, I don't think you can keep Frank in there anymore. I think you need to, I think you need to get somebody else in there and try and salvage the season while you can. Yeah, I think, um, I think one of, one of two things need to happen and both involve Frank uh, getting sacked. I think either you sack him now and get Thomas Tuchel, um, who I really want them to bring in. Um, I'm sold on him. He's won. Look, he's, he's done really, really well everywhere he's gone. Like, I really – I don't know if there was more to it. If I don't know if PSG isn't performing in the league or wasn't in the league this season, but they made the Champions League final last year, and he he did really well at Dortmund. He did really well. At, I think he was at Mainz. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Um, another German team, I believe, uh, before that. But I think he get the best out of guys like Timo and Kai. He's coached Kristen Pulisic. Um, I think he'd, he'd do well with him. Um, and – yeah, I think he's a good manager, so I either think they sack Frank now and bring him in or wait to the summer and go after Julian Nagelsmann. Um, I would I would be thrilled with either. Um, I saw something that said today that said Leipzig, uh, they're not letting Nagelsmann leave uh, until at least the summer. Um, so, yeah, I think regardless, I think Frank needs to go. I love him, um, and I wouldn't be opposed to, you know, him getting experience somewhere else and giving him another shot, you know, in the future. I think that could happen, but I was telling you guys, like, the only reason he got the Chelsea job is because he's a club legend. Like, there are other guys out there with much more pedigree. I think Thomas Tuchel might have even interviewed for the job in 2018. Um, So, yeah, regardless, I love Frank as a player, but as a coach, yeah, it's – yeah, he needs to go. Um, Ivan, do you have any uh, last remarks? Um. I was thinking, like, if Chelsea – I mean, Chelsea bought all these players to compete this year, obviously. But if they're going to keep Frank to tell the Champions League, um, you know, game against Atletico, then obviously they, they don't care much about competing. So I think if they want to, you know, actually try to beat Atletico, which I think they can with the right manager because they, the, they have the talent to, they should definitely sack Frank before that game. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I think that kind of rounds out about the teams that are – that are, I guess, contenders somewhat for a top four spot. Although those last three could be reaching right now. I really just don't know. It's still early in the Prem. Um, you know, teams not to mention Arsenal, who are coming to form, it seems like. Uh, they won four of their last five yeah. games. And that fifth game, they drew. So they are definitely getting into form again. Um I mean, yeah, the Premier League is going to be very interesting this season. I really don't know who's going to win it. I think City's going to win it, but it's it's an open book. I really just don't know. Yeah, I think the top four, I have no idea what the order will be, but I think it's going to consist of City, United, Liverpool, and Leicester. Um, that's my, my opinion. I like watching. I think, you know, I think Leicester and Tottenham are kind of like pretty even. I think they could you could flip-flop either, and I wouldn't be mad. I just think watching Leicester, uh, I think they're a better team and than Tottenham. But, you know, obviously Mourinho knows how to get wins when he needs to. So, yeah, I can see that going either way. But I think those five teams that I just mentioned will we'll finish in the top five. Uh, yeah, 
Uh, I think I, I think it's like a, a good way to round off this episode. It's just like who you guys think like our top four, five would be. And I kind of agree with you there, Cam, except I would flop Tottenham and Leicester just because I don't think a Mourinho team is going to miss out on the top four. I just don't. Um, yeah, I probably have City first, United second, Liverpool third, Tottenham fourth, and then uh, Leicester fifth. I'm going to go with City first, Leicester second, United third. Fourth? Liverpool fourth. Okay. And I think Liverpool has too much too much class. To yeah, and then I think five and six will be Tottenham and Aston Villa. But like Matt said, it's hard to see Mourinho not being in the top four. It, it, it mm. is. Uh, I just yeah. I, go ahead, go ahead. No, I just think real quick, real quick. I, I agree with Ivan. Like, I just want to point out Chelsea. Obviously, a lot of talent. So I think if they do want to compete, I think they have all the tools necessary to compete. Like on paper, on paper, if you look at it, I think Chelsea's up there is one of the most talented, just pure talent wise. Like one of the one of the most talented teams in the league. Um, so if they do bring in like Thomas Tuchel, I think they can challenge on uh, trying to salvage a top four spot at you know, top five spot, hopefully. So, yeah. Another team is Aston Villa, though. They look pretty decent. They have, like, they're only on, they've only played, like, 15 games or something like that, or 16 games, so. And they're on 26 yeah. points or something like that, so. Yeah. Jack Grealish. The the man, the myth, the legend. Um, Better than Bruno. <laughs> honestly. Uh, I think he might be. Um, That's it for me. I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to say or talk about no no uh, up so the shout out to all the companies watching us please sponsor us we're looking to you know we'll, we'll advertise your product please please sponsor us thank you like, like, I mean, if you want us to like yeah. we'll sponsor you like uh, we'll sell out if you need us to just just yeah. money's all we ask for um yeah i think that's a good place to end it off Thank you to all of our loyal viewers, for our listeners, to for listening to this podcast. Uh, it's been a great time. Yeah, all seventeen yeah, of you all guys. 17. All seventeen. Yeah, the fact that seventeen people listen to us. That's uh, that's wild. You know, it feels good. Makes me smile. Makes me happy. Seventeen, yeah. Makes me smile. <laughs> all right. Cue, cue the outro. Outro.